ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. What is up, everyone? Welcome to... 2020 2020 wow. 20 wow who would have thought man yeah thanks for uh tuning in checking out some above ground podcast above in 2020 ground. that's right start the new year off right <laughs> now that now that the holidays are getting behind us here i mean today is new year's day but now that the holidays are getting behind us and you've had a chance to hopefully hopefully take a deep breath hopefully recover from the thanksgiving late thanksgiving super rushed christmas uh you know hanukkah whatever whatever holidays you celebrate um today we're going to talk about uh family dynamics and family dynamics when it comes to Someone who has a diagnosis or someone who is just feeling, who's just dealing with depression, even if it's an undiagnosed, because family dynamics can be really, really stressful. Family dynamics and mental health, we could say, right? Yeah, there we go. Family dynamics and mental health don't always pair well together. No. And um, it is, it's scary to know that there are people out there who do not have any support for them whatsoever. Um, I'm fortunate that I, I am supported at home. I don't, I, you know, I'm safe at home and I'm supported at home. Um, I'm more of my own worst enemy than, than anybody else around me. But I, I also grew up in a family that has had the dynamics literally turned upside down many many times and i'm literally you know probably a month a month out the the holidays haven't been the greatest um i you know my mother is severely mentally ill and she's been she's been up and down really really bad this this year and um and it it's played into my into my actually enjoying the holiday at all and i i don't enjoy the Christmas holiday. I've, I, I try to find little spots. Have you ever enjoyed it? You know, I, I did enjoy it at one time, man. And I realized this, that the things that I enjoyed about the holiday, I don't do anymore. Like when I sang in church, it was the music. It had nothing to do with the church. It had to do with the music. I Christmas music was great, but then we've literally destroyed Christmas music because Christmas music starts in friggin' right after Halloween and gets played for two straight months, and it's it just it, it it's like nails on a chalkboard at times for me now, mm. and um, it sucks because there's you know you should write a Christmas song. Yeah, I probably should. It might help me. It might help. It might. It might help me. I have a couple other ideas too that that help. I mean, I don't know. There's some pictures out there of me dressed up like an elf. (laughs) I like dressing up like an elf, which you know isn't isn't too far from the truth. (laughs) I was gonna say really, (laughs) but I'm a South Pole elf for sure, man. South Pole elf. South Pole elf. Yeah, yeah. Call me elf one more time. (laughs) Go ahead. Call me elf one more time. (laughs) But um. Family dynamics can be really rough because 
you know, there's especially if you are say the the son or daughter and you invite your family and your family, your parents will always be your parents doesn't matter how old you get and they'll always treat you like you're you know, like you're 7 even when you're even when you're 47. It just seems that way. Like they never seem to get over that. And then if if your family has never been supportive of your issues in the first place, then that can take that 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 can really throw that can really throw you into a crisis quick, especially you know especially um, around the holidays. And I think next week we're going to talk about panic attacks. So this is a good this is a good sure, sort of lead yeah. into that. And um, the holidays can send people into the worst into the worst situations that they can put themselves into at times. And uh, on the episode that I did without Tim, I had talked about that, that suicide um, swindle. And I, I, I say swindle because it's, you know, I, I, didn't, I like it. I, I like it. I like it. It fit. It's, but it's, I was under this misconception that I would have thought that during the holidays, it actually rose because I guess that the holidays really do cause me to look at a lot of the things that I experienced growing up. Right. And the best times that I, I think, had during the holidays. And I think holidays are stressful in general for anybody with, you know, someone living with mental illness, someone living without mental illness, or uh, maybe just one family member with it, whatever. I just, I think, fam- um, I think the holidays are just stressful in general. Yeah, and I think they've become more stressful, just like everything else. Right. Modern, the modern world has become way more stressful just in just in the last, I say, seven to ten years. Things it, have changed. In 2017, I don't recall where where this was from, um, but in 2017, it was um, reported that 90 percent of doctor visits are stress related. Yeah, stress is literally killing us. It's killing us from the inside out, and it's killing us on the outside. Yeah. It really is. It is. It's It's a national epidemic. It's the reason why we have the opioid. It's the, not the opioid epidemic, but it's the reason why we have a drug problem. It's the reason why people, you know, self-medicate. It is the stress, and people are stressed. Now, some stress is caused by yourself, man. Sure. I mean, if you're racking up your credit cards... And you know you can't afford it, and like Timmy says, you got to pay that debt at some point, you man. Pay that's it, man. that's, you that's a self-imposed that's a self-imposed prison. It that is, and that I is think, hard to I, get and out. I of. think that whole uh, you know advertising and and all this uh, you know public um, you know the society's standard rules book. You know what I mean? Like we need to buy these people something. We need. It's like you know what? You don't really need to do anything, especially if it's going to affect. Um, your well-being or the family, the family unit, unit's well-being, right? But it's it's hard because obviously a lot of times everybody in a family has a different opinion. Sure, and that sure. and that causes even non-family, you know. But I think that and I think that is is a huge variable in in everything. Is everybody's got their own opinion, and and I think that um, you know. Kindness has been thrown out the window. Oh, absolutely! So it's like you know, you, you know, you can't even come to a middle ground and like at least say, "Look, it, I don't agree with that, but I'm going to respect it because it's your 
You know right. what I mean? Well, yeah, I and we've kind of lost and, that. We've kind of lost that respect that, yeah. thing a lot. And it's and it's hard to it's hard to voice differences of opinion and not have people take it personally, right? And that's and I think that that's a big, I think that that's a big right there, yeah. that's a big wedge in things that we we've we've gotten so, I, dude. It comes down to entitlement. Like when did we start believing that we were entitled to everything under the sun and then some and and that. Like we are supposed to be listened to, and I don't, we know. Need don't, that. don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for even in general, like, why are people some some people like entitled like to think that they're supposed to be happy all the time? Well, that, that the, the happiness to... thing is the biggest entitlement thing, it's biggest like, entitlement fraud that we've ever heard. Right? Why? It's not that we're we gotta we're, debunk that myth. The, <laughs> that happiness be... is. Is huh. a happiness is self created, right? Right, right. I think. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the. I mean, there's factors, but absolutely, yes. I would say, I would say that yes. Okay. In fact, I just um, keep you know, yeah, keep going <laughs> because I just uh, yes, I just I just I think I put this up on the uh, above ground podcast page on um, Facebook and there's also one on Instagram so you can find us on there and you might be able to see this uh, meme that I posted it says happiness starts with you not with your relationships not with your job not with your money but with you right and if you are chronically unhappy that can cause a lot of family issues and I know it's it's caused it's caused issues in my family. It's caused issues in in my family growing up for sure, but it's also caused it's it's caused issues in my family at home. And you know, it's over the years I have not I I there's no pill for asshole, and there no. have been times where I have not and. It's because I have, you know, the, this view of myself and it's in these issues in my head that I just sometimes I can't exactly put everything into words and I let everything build up and then I just I just blow up, man. And, right. which, and it's hard. And and that, that causes it, a lot of family that right. causes some fit that causes a lot of family which I issues. Think going back to what you said, I think there is uh, um, a misunderstanding, you know, and, and with a misunderstanding can can that's I guess can develop you can eventually develop you know a stigma behind it, but misunderstanding, lack of help, you know, instead of someone just saying like you know hey you know you seem to be stressed out like what's going on like want to work on it like do you want do you not want to go to you know sixteen Christmas parties this week? <laughs> I'm serious though, like right, you know like we got to do this because it's my butt. Like no, we don't have to do anything, you know. No, it's if you want to, right? And then say works, you want to. If it were, yeah, like, in, but at the same time, like, hey, you know what? I want to go, but I, I will, I will take one for the team. I will sit home because if you're not feeling it tonight, and if you're stressed out, we'll, we'll, you know, right. And then maybe you would be like, okay, you know what? Maybe we'll go for a half hour or an hour, forty minutes, okay? And then you're you both compromise, agree. right? And then you both say, you know what? We could even put a, a, a timer on it, forty minutes, and we're out. And then you go home, and it's kind of like you were both heard, and you know what I mean. You kind of both ended up with pretty much what you both wanted, 
You know what I mean? A bit of, you know what I mean? Well, and, and on the other flip, on the flip side, you may go and enjoy yourself, and that forty minutes there comes by, and you're like, oh, no, this is cool. Sure, man. we can stay. Absolutely, we can hang. Absolutely, but I, I'm just trying to like go back to the, the. I don't know if it's a lack of of wanting or a, a, just a lack of knowledge, misunderstanding. You know, more. I was looking at more of that angle. Okay. Because you know, um, if that's like that. I don't know. Maybe that that could be like the start of it too. Even with, you know, if if someone, you know, someone could say, yeah, you know what? I I know you you um, you live with mental illness and and you know you have anxiety and so on and so forth. But they may not fully understand it. You know what I mean? It's it's you know it's like I guess it's similar to like for me. I would think that it's similar to trying to tell somebody about. You know, having a child, but that person doesn't have a child, right? Okay, you know what I mean, yeah. And I'm not singling anybody else. So don't no. anybody freak out. I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, I actually wasn't taking it that way, but yeah, I know. But I'm sure someone out there will. So, well, I, we need a reason to get I pissed feel, off. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know what I mean. Like you can't really, you can explain it all, you know, until you're until you're blue in the face. But that person may not fully get it because they don't have a child of their own. It's like you right. Know, well, it's the it's that it's that misunderstanding because you don't because you don't have that experience or you don't see it's that perspective. See, I I keep hearing that. Well, my perspective is that everything's okay, but. You, just because you have that perspective doesn't mean that it's true. Right. And you had said this to you had said this on the on the Facebook page after the episode that I did by myself about fact checking feelings. And I I agree with you to a point about fact checking feelings, but just because your feelings don't match the facts doesn't mean you don't feel that way. And that and, well, and that was, is well, and I that's more a, of a I think that was more emotions, wasn't it, or was it feelings? Ah, uh, maybe I don't know. No, I'm, I because thought it was fact check. Feelings, right, feelings are emotions, right? Or, or maybe not. I mean, there's there's emotions in feelings. Emotions cause you to have feelings. Like I get what you're saying. Like you can you can be mad at you know, or you can be sad, say, because you thought that. Um, you asked me to pick you up a coffee tonight, and I didn't. And in your mind, you're like, uh, you know what? He just didn't really want to give me a coffee. And the reality is, sure, you're sad, but the but the reality is, I actually just forgot. It had nothing to do with you. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. That's what I mean. Okay. Like, you can fact check. It's not. It's not. Well, like right. Saying because I don't, well, that's where it comes back to perspective. It's not like saying I don't feel just because the my perspective or the felt that you slighted me. Which right. this didn't really happen. We're just kind of, <laughs> but I, I like yeah, the way he's going. <laughs> um, but it's true, and I guess. But so perspective I, is only like is only yours. So, but by being open, maybe talking, would you say like more uh, conversation, being open about it? Yeah, I think I think being open is the start of the conversation. Okay, I think if you can. I mean, look, every situation is different. Right. And and I'm learning this from therapy that if you don't have a high level functioning around certain individuals and they just bring up all this anxiety in you and stuff and your functioning goes down, you're not going to be able to <laughs> yeah. you're not going to be able to sustain 
like openness, right? Because it just it shuts you down, but, and there's and that and that's that's where I I feel that it's 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 on you to to either number one, even if those that person is a, is um, not so toxic, it's up to you to say you know what, like I'm feeling this way. I'm either going to ask for help or I'm going to step away. And like take a time out and go. You know what? I'm I'm okay for right now. I need to put this down. Well, it's and, up and to you. Back. That's self care, right. and that's but that's that's a huge step. And a lot, not everybody's there. But I think what I was getting at with the openness was that if you can be open about your issues, and you put them out there, and you do what you got to do, and people can't accept that, then you just got to let them oh, not accept it. Right. But that's not easy in it's not. in it's not easy and it's 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 you know what I it's always, a practice that you know what I I always go back to with that I try to is is um is Brene Brown when when she talks about um which I think she she got it from uh Theodore Roosevelt about being in the arena. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. If you're yeah, not yes. in that arena, if you're not in that arena, then you don't have the right to you right. Know you I mean? can't like I don't say. need to hear your 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 jargle. Right, <laughs> you're jargle. <laughs> so yeah, I, I always try to, I try to play that in my head when I when I feel like those in those moments. Try to help me out a little bit. That's a good. That's a good cue for you to use those things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I you know I this year was pretty mellow holiday wise because um, I've had some family stuff going on and. I just needed a break, and I kind of took some downtime as far as, like, not running all over the place during Christmas and stuff, and uh, laid low, because that was the plan, and that was what I was going to stick with, because I, I'm, I'd, it drains me now more than I ever thought it would mm. to just deal with some, some of the stuff. I'd rather just go out in the garage and and blow it all away, man. You know, it's, it's like I because I, sometimes it's easier. <laughs> yeah, you put it on your Christmas list that mm. that you you know for Christmas I want for Christmas next year I want um, an hour of peace and quiet. Yeah, of, of just silence, just nothing silence. but silence. The sound. Yes, exactly. Of silence. You know. I, you know, it's, you know, the, it's, it's just adding the, you know, family, that whole family dynamic is, is adding that is just a lot of weight for people, I think. Oh. You know, and, yeah. and, and even relationships, friends and stuff. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, obviously we have friends that, probably don't know a lot about our situations about our in you know <clears throat> our our wellness i guess you could say sure so it you know I, I i don't know um i guess i don't know how how where you would kind of start to um i guess help I don't know. May, may, I think that that, that guess, can be that can cause issues too because some people may want to help, but they don't know how, how to help. But then if you don't 
I ask for help. That right. and you know, well, I guess let me ask you this: since you since you just said that, like in your opinion, like so, say if there is somebody out there that wants to help but they don't know how. I mean, granted, everybody's different. Every situation is going to be a little bit different. But in general, what would you as say? far as like somebody? Yeah, maybe they're struggling during the holidays, or or, or in general. Yeah, you know what I mean with all the the families and and or what it doesn't have to be during the holidays, I guess. Right, it could it's be any time. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, so just with even in a relationship, you know what I mean. Or partner, if you have a partner, and you know maybe you're dealing with some some mental health issues, and they want to help, but they don't know how to help. So I guess I would ask you what you would say to that person that wants to help but doesn't know how to help. the The first thing is, is that you have to be honest with them and tell them how you're feeling. Now that's not easy for everybody, man. No. Honesty is a like honesty is the best policy, but damn, it's hard to get to that policy sometimes. Because to be brutal, like to be one hundred percent honest all the time, would isn't necessarily politically correct <laughs> for better lack of terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if if you have a family member that does want to help, and you you can talk to them. Then you can you 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 need to be your own advocate with and, in, in everything in everything and that not just family I mean that yeah. that comes with everything but as yeah. far as your family goes you really do need to be your own advocate. However, you need to have practiced the tools that help you deal with those people because just because somebody wants to help doesn't necessarily mean that you want them to help. True, because. That they, for all they know, they don't. They may not realize it, but they may be the ones that you don't want them, want to help them because yeah. they they bring up different things. Could, but then at the same time, I think it, if that's the case, then you should bring it up. And maybe but it would be a good starting point for conversation, right? Okay, because it could help you in the long run. Sure, you know, it could help you say like, hey, this this do by doing this, you bring up this, and you know, so maybe we could talk it out and work it out, and right. You know, and, and misunderstanding is one of the biggest uh, wedges that come in between family members. Yeah, I think and it's right. and it's and it's hard to it's hard to break those. It's hard to push those wedges out of the way when you, you can't be honest about stuff. And and you know we we've heard so many stories about people that find out crazy things about their families, like when they're. You know, later on in life, and they're like, "Well, I never knew any of that stuff was going on because nobody talks about anything." Right. I, how do you change the family dynamic? I, this is, it's a even, work in progress. It's a work. It's always it, a work but, in progress. But not even change it, but just I guess um, you know, because we're talking about the family dynamic and and dealing with mental illness within a family or relationship. So I guess I guess um, I'm just. Maybe trying to get get some tips or pointers on like what you know what I mean like be open be honest yeah you know maybe just just in you know I don't <clears throat> I know for me <clears throat> I like if I want to help somebody it's always like I want to like I feel like I need to do something 
you know, and sometimes doing something could be just sitting there with that person. Right. You know, and not saying a word. Right. I, um, and sometimes that might just be like going out and leaving that person alone and just being like, yeah, they want to be alone and that they have that or they should have that space and that time and that right. Yeah. Um, I know in my speaking for my own family dynamic, um, I know coming through my struggles um, has sort of made me a lot more empathetic towards my mom. I held on to a lot of, I've held on to a lot of like, I held on to a lot of just anger and just mis and, and misunderstanding. I, I, for better lack of that's terms. A, no, it's a great word. And I, yeah. it's, and it, you know, and, and that misunderstanding turns into anger and it turns into, to feeling like you never mattered and, right. and things like that. Especially when you don't have a voice. Right. And you, and, and you never feel like you really have a voice with your parents. Yeah. Because they don't listen anyway. Like, I, you know, I see it all the time. Like, you know, I see it all the time with, with mine. And like, yeah, like, you know, I, I love my dad and my dad have had, my dad and I have a, a decent relationship. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's seen its ups and downs just like every, every relationship does. And, and, and there's stuff that I, I'm, I'm working out in therapy and stuff, but I, you know, when you say don't buy this brand of anything and they're like well i'm gonna do it anyway because that's what i want to do it's like you it's right you and like you said i if if you it, you know it's 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 i guess that we could call it cutting toxic people out of your life and right I, I get it they're family it's it's hard to cut but it's it's hard know, to cut everybody out of your life all the time it is and i'm not saying i'm not saying you need to cut everybody out but i i've taken a i you can and this is just for my own I have, like, I've literally, like, like, I won't, like, I know what my triggers are. Like, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I've gotten better at it. So I'm not saying that I'm, I'm sure. But even just knowing what your triggers are. But I know what those triggers are. And you can step back. And and I can take a step back. And that doesn't mean that I'm, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to have, you know, a hard time. Right. So I guess you could even create some balance. You Some have boundaries. to create boundaries. Setting boundaries is one of the most important things, and they and they say that in all this. Is setting boundaries is probably the is probably the most important thing that you can do in a family dynamic. However, right. it sounds great in in practice, but in order to do it, it it doesn't always work, man. It doesn't always take the first time. It always doesn't take right. the second or third time. No, like, no, I, I get it. And sometimes you just need to sever ties and say, okay, I need, I need to take a break and I'm not going to deal with it. Right. And, and it's not even, yeah, I guess you, like you said, you don't really need to exactly sever ties, but just take a break even. Right. You know, but you know, I guess if, I guess maybe a goal could be if, is just that, like if you, if you notice that, um, someone, friend, loved one, whoever is is has that energy, and you feel it, and and they're just it's a negative thing that just drains you. It's like that's one thing to like just acknowledge and be mindful of, and 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 maybe just take a step back. But then on the other hand, like when you find somebody that that actually adds to it, 
you know, your, your energy gives you energy and, and, and makes you feel happy and does, you know, like kind of clicks like that. Sure. Like then, okay. Like that works. And like, we need more of that kind of thing. Right. But that takes work. Yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, any relationship, any relationship takes work. It doesn't matter whether it's parental, you know, right. 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 Personal, you know, any intimate, whatever it is, they all take work. And then sometimes that work is hard to do, especially if one person is is geared a certain way. And and if you are dealing with, you know, if you're dealing with depression or you're dealing with just these, cra- you know, just this, just the, the brain, the monkey mind, man, the monkey mind mm-hmm. jumping all over the place. It's, right, right. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to tame it. Yep. Yes. But, but your family can trigger a lot of stuff because there's a lot of history. And that history doesn't, that history doesn't change, but your perspective on that history needs to change. And that's a, that's a, that's a piece that you need to be able to acknowledge. Sure. Yeah. In order and, to, you know, I think in order to change that, you have to acknowledge it. You, well, you acknowledge it. Like, you have to yeah, own it. Right. Yeah. You have to. And, and, and again, there's ways, you know, to, to, um, you know, with like radical acceptance, say you know, just accept it for what it is, and and kind of move forward, you know, and don't don't sit on ruminate, you know, don't let it don't let it get in and and just ruin your day, kind of thing, you know. Right, you gotta you gotta be able to accept it for what it is at face value, and then not, but it's hard to not internalize it. Because there's stories that go with that. There's emotions well, why, that go with it that. Is, but that's why you need to dig and work it out. Because those are, you know what I mean? Unless you dig them, you know what I mean? Unless you dig those out, they're always going to uh, pop well, right. out. If, you so don't, if, if they you don't remove that out, skin cancer, that, that skin cancer is going to multiply and right. it's going it's to kill to you. You dig that little like critter, that little lemmywinks crawling up. You have to <laughs> grab them out and put them on a table and bash them and say, you're a bad lemmy wings. Bad. <laughs> Don't do that again. Wow. Lemmy wings. You're yeah. angry. You're an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> you're an angry elf. Not me. I like smiling. Smiling's my favorite. <sighs> yeah, so. So how was, uh, how was your holiday with the, with the fam? Good. Good. It was um, low key. Yeah, yeah. I like low key. Mine low key too. Is good. Low key is good. Yeah, yeah. Time with my my son is always awesome. Yeah, there's something about you know having having the little ones, man, to to make you try to look at things differently. For sure. I know. I know. Though when I look at mine. Like I there's a there's a book um called The Conscious Parent by Shafali Tabari. And she says that, you know, children come to teach us things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, I was gonna say that when you And um I realized that a lot of my issues are reflected back to me because I I see it and I, I can pull I can glean certain things out of it, mm-hmm. but then I get 
I get caught, I get stuck. I get stuck in some of the other shit, man. It's like a spider web that you just can't get off of. Yeah. And I and and I know is and I I know I'm 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 just regurgitating some of the shit that it was told to me. And then and then that sets off the that sets the limbic jukebox off on that bad record saying, <laughs> yeah, "See, I told you, <laughs> you're gonna turn out to be just like them." And that and that's what happens. And then you and walk away going, "Jeez, I shouldn't have said it." And then you're ruminating I know, and then more you're about like, that. And more, then, yeah, yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. it becomes a. But you're yeah. aware of 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 it though, so which is you know. I, I will say this: since we've been on this journey. And I have been on this journey and literally open to a lot more stuff. Like I, I can feel myself opening, but I also the I open a little bit more and then I feel myself just close off again yeah. because it's it's scary, well, man. It's, it's it's whatever that it is. It's there's something that's triggering it that's making it close. Like I, I've noticed that with myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. When like. I mean, it, you know, depending on what it is, if it's, you know, depending on if it's, you know, say, uh, say if it's abandonment, we'll just say abandonment and then something happened, you know, some, you know, you're going along great and then like things are going and, and something happens and just clicks and you're like, wait a minute. And then you start freak. And then if you go back and you kind of look at the situation and maybe there was something in there that, that, that you know, trigger abandonment that maybe it was, uh, you weren't heard or you, you made a, a recommendation to do this or that, and it wasn't addressed and you felt like you were, um, yeah, you weren't listened to. Yeah. And I, I, I noticed that that is a huge, huge thing for me. me too. Abandonment issues are huge. And, and, and truthfully, I, I, when I, I, at 47 years old, now and going almost 48 i i didn't realize like i never i i was always i thought i was an insightful person in my 20s and i was a lot closer to it then because i didn't handle things the same way i do now i i was it was a lot easier for me to move on from hurts and from things because i was i was a lot more focused at that age you were a lot more free at that age. And I was a lot more free at that age. And and freedom, dude, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose, man, in a way, in a, in a way. But when you're not free, it it creates a lot, like that prison, that that full catastrophe. Mm. John Kabat-Zinn, uh, John Kabat-Zinn wrote a book. Uh, John Kabat-Zinn is a very, very important mindfulness teacher. Uh, based out of the University of Massachusetts, uh, he's been running this mindfulness-based uh, stress reduction program for years. And uh, I've recently, in the last about month and a half, I, I've been listening to a lot of his stuff, and I've been doing this body scan that he talks about. And I've noticed the last few times that I've done it, and I've been trying to do it fairly regularly, but I've been really tired and I, I can feel the energy move and circulate, but then I, I fall asleep and I just get too relaxed. But he mentions full catastrophe, and full catastrophe is actually a line from Zorba the Greek, the, the, the famous book about how um, Zorba's asked if he was ever married. And, and of course, he says, yeah, I, you know, I was married. I had kids. He goes, the full times. catastrophe. <laughs> the full catastrophe. The full catastrophe. And it's, it's not that it's a catastrophe, but... You realize that there's a lot of stuff that comes with all this. And I think, especially in a family, if you are a son or a daughter, 
we we lose sight that our parents at one point felt like us. Maybe. But I don't I, I do think that there's a generational there's a generational divide when it comes to to mindfulness and insightfulness oh, sure. and, and stuff. And I, I think it's I think we see it now more than ever playing out. And I, I don't know if it's because we just we're older now and we know more about it. Or we've done we've done a little bit more work than most of our parents have, yeah, and, and definitely I, way more than our grandparents yeah. and great grandparents. And I did. think just by um, also by doing it and ha- you know basically doing it and then having s- seeing some results, you know, like reaping some rewards from it. I think. At yeah, the same if you time, see if you see yourself advance, or you know, you if you see yourself get just a little bit brighter. Mm-hmm. Then it it creates that confidence enough for you to keep going. Now, does it give you all the confidence to to not get triggered? Maybe not. But every day that you can that you can do it, it's okay. And I, the perfect example is when I I started going back to therapy this past month or so, and um and. Uh, I, I had told my therapist that uh, I had my mom's had a really bad time, and I had to I had to go and and clean up her place and mm. stuff. And I I stood, and I told my therapist this. I I I had actually reprocessed some stuff from my from being like four and five, and remembering and watching my dad pick up doing the same thing that I was doing. And really? remembering, remembering how scared I was, and how, how like, how I didn't understand what was confused, going on, yeah. and confused, and I and I felt myself in this, in that spot again. But I I, I didn't run, I didn't run. I I kind of breathed through it, and I got I got, I did get a little teary eyed, and I took a couple deep breaths, and I put on some good music while I was doing it. But I I had actually reprocessed some stuff, and I actually felt. I felt just a tad bit lighter after it. Hmm. And I at that moment I realized that I didn't get triggered by something. I just kind of I just kind of absorbed it and I just kind of let it dissipate and it's I I I was I was okay at that moment. It's it's effect, it, it affects me, you know, still. Right. But I mean, that's, you know, it's deep rooted, so Gonna. Oh yeah, dude. Those roots are those roots go go way deep, man. Way deep, and it's you can't you know you can't unroot a bush if you know if you're not willing to cut down into that ground and and, and shovel it out. Right, and it takes time to, to do that. It does, for sure. So hopefully, you know, maybe maybe some of these words, maybe some of these stories and situations um, could help. You know, somebody. Um, in the same predicament or, you know, maybe just help somebody understand a little bit more um, or maybe have them reach out to someone, you know, anything in general, I guess. I I, I don't really know what um, what point I'm trying to make, to be honest with you. But uh, I guess um, if you did, if you did get something from it, we are grateful and it would be cool to hear from some of our listeners. Maybe um, if you want to leave a comment, if you uh, have followed us on 
iTunes. You can leave um, a little comment or a little uh, little blurb or anything. Or you can, you know, if you do any of the social media, you can go to Instagram or Facebook. Or Tumblr, if you're on Tumblr. And check us out there. But um, in the meantime, we are going to be sipping some eggnog. and um, Eating some sausage. Eating some sausage. So we're going to say goodnight and... Um, until Vi- next week. Vidi Nell. Be well. <laughs> be well and be safe. And, and be above. Woo! Bye. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, at one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. That's one eight zero zero two seven three eight two five five. Be well, be safe, be above. <laughs>